And we are live. Welcome to Midday Cafe. And we are your hosts. I'm Mike Giannotti. I'm Terrell Barnes. And Terrell, what's your role here? I'm a global black belt for employee experience. <laughs> An employee experience. And what does that mean for people? That means um, Microsoft Viva and the digital employee experience with the employee at the center and bringing everything to them that they need in the flow of work. Which fits in great with today's conversation. It does. Um, I'm Mike Giannotti. I'm a technology specialist at Microsoft. And Extraordinary. Our, our combined years in the workforce here, it, we're at 27? Yes. 20, yes. 27 combined years. <laughs> Um, so today, what are, what are we talking about today? Because I'm excited about this yeah. topic. We're talking about the human AI partnership, Mike. The human AI part. And I like that partnership versus replacement. Yes. Yes. Partnership. partnership. How do we go from autopilot AI to co-pilot AI? Where AI is actually helping you do and, your job. And there was a, you, you cited a quote a little while ago. Uh, to me about from Satya, Satya Nadella, our fearless leader. And Satya, what did did Satya have to say about this? He said the new generation of AI will remove the drudgery of work and unleash creativity. Unleash creativity. I, I love that quote because so many of us, we've gone in here into tech, right? And we, we're very passionate about things in tech. Yeah. I mean, we, hopefully you're not here because I thought I'd do this job because it would <laughs> no, be I good. No, I love my job. Make... And a lot no, of the people we work with, we, do. we all love our job. But what gets in the way of that? All of the like PowerPoints you have to build and the meetings that you sometimes don't think you need to be in. All that. And what do we call that? It's digital. Digital debt. Digital debt. Yes. So all those different things. And, you know, uh, you had, I think, uh, looking at like some of the s- signals that are out there. We've been monitoring this, right? Yeah. And especially since the pandemic, yeah. right? And moving forward, you know, people's work patterns and all that, because we're getting all these signals. Mm-hmm. And what are some of the things that we found out with that? Yeah, we, well, we did a survey of 31,000 people in 31 mm-hmm. countries, and we analyzed trillions of signals from the Microsoft Graph. Yep. And we actually um, in, included uh, labor trends from the LinkedIn Economic Graph. And so we looked at all these things, and there were three urgent insights, Mike. Okay. That's really top of mind. One is digital debt, and it's costing us innovation, it's zapping people's energy. Um, and an ability to focus and actually get real creative work done. And we see that all the time. Mm-hmm. I feel that. I, I, I do too. I mean, how are you meeting wise? Are you in only meetings that are relevant and important to I'm, your job? To be totally honest, I'm double and triple booked and I'm always trying to figure out which meetings should I really be in. And then Sometimes I'm I'm in that meeting and then, you know, it's 30 minutes and the other one's an hour. And so then I join the other one late. And that's actually what I've been using Copilot for so is catching how, up. How are you using it? Well, I joined the meeting late today. Yeah. Because I was in another meeting. Yeah. 
and I it, it, it recapped everything that was going on and who had spoken and what they prior had shared. to you joining. No, right when I joined, it said. No, I mean when you joined, it recapped what's it re- already went on. Yes, exactly. It caught you up. It caught me up. Oh, and, cool. and then I asked it for more detail because there was a, a story that was shared. Uh-huh. And I wanted know, to know more um, about that story. So I said, you know, give me more detail about that story. And it did. It was That's great. Awesome. It was really cool. I have it. I got to use it. I, I, so I've used it after the meetings. Um, you know, we have meeting recaps there. But then, you know, I did go in uh, for a, one meeting. I missed this last week because I was double booked. And uh, I went in and I asked it to summarize the meeting and it bulleted out for me all the, you know, highlights and things that I had missed. And I, I read that, which took me about five minutes versus playing back the recording, which would have been an hour. Right. And, you know, the there are some like that. That's kind of been the biggest insight and the biggest thing that people across organizations and industries say is their number one issue is inefficient meetings. And you know, um, you know Matthew Duncan, he's yeah, at Microsoft. He's our future yep. of work leader, right? He was talking about how really we can treat meetings as a digital artifact now, so that you can actually go in and, and leverage AI and co-pilot to you know, summarize what took mm-hmm. place and the action items and what yep. you might have missed so that you can interact with it when you need to in a way that makes sense for you versus having to attend if like you're that. not somebody yeah. that's really needs to be in that actual meeting participating. Yeah, that, That's huge because yeah. that whole idea of digital debt, and it does, it saps your energy. I mean, it makes you, I mean, there's days where I'm sure you're the same where I fi- finish and I'm like, you're exhausted. I'm exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't done anything physical. I've been sitting like, but you know, your your brain's just nonstop, and you're never off. Mm-mm. And yeah. that that's yeah. tough, especially because it's taking you away from the things that you're passionate about and that you want to contribute to, mm-hmm. but you don't have time. And that you were honestly hired to do, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah I I think of uh, the last one on this one point that I think of a lot. So I work with a lot of solution sales specialists. Mm -hmm. And uh, those poor folks are in it. I'll just call it out. It's Excel hell. They're in spreadsheets constantly having to pull data from here and here and here. Instead of talking to customers, they're spending hours and all kinds of time on spreadsheets building stuff. Wouldn't it be nice for them to be able to invoke an assistant like Copilot, Microsoft Copilot, to be able to and just tell it what they want. Yeah. I mean, that's like magic. It's magic. And then it frees them up to do the things they were actually hired to do yeah. and that they want to do, that mm-hmm. they're passionate about. Yeah. So that's digital debt. What What's this other uh, second bullet point that you had down there? Second bullet point is you know, the new AI employee alliance. Um, so really how, how AI can help you prioritize your, you know, emails and, and mm-hmm. figure out and summarize your meetings. Like we were talking about how, how do you make AI your partner to support you? You know, so you brought up one again, that just like my mind gets the new possibilities. Um, this, you know, email. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know about you. I'm in email hell. I, well, actually, I used to be in I email hell. I, I quit caring. I deprioritized email. Yeah, I'm like, I take a Zen teams. approach. I let it wash over me. And what I read, I read. That's, but I love that's that not good. That. I know. But that's not good. So I get, you know, like right now, if I went into my box, I guarantee I'm probably at around 14,000 unread emails. I just can't keep, I get, you know, four or 500 a day and I'm in meetings all, I'm in digital debt for meetings. But Do you have Copilot and Outlook yet? So just lit up and one of the options by default was, uh, I have it for Outlook, but also I have it right in Teams. One of the options in Teams for Copilot was summarize my, I can have my emails summarized around a person, around a subject, um, or just my email for the last- uh, In Teams? In Teams. Because you have an and email it's, in it's, it, it's like a conversation okay. and I just blew it. And those are like ready-made prompts and it will spit that. it back. I have to do that. I have the Bing app now on my phone from last week's session. Mm -hmm. I have got to do that. It's Outlook and Teams and Copilot to be assisting with it. Yeah. It's crazy. That's exciting. That's it, like having your own exec admin. It is. Who comes in or your own team, right? That comes in and tells you like, uh, you know, you think about like the late night uh, show hosts, right? They have all these subjects. They don't come up with that stuff. They have teams of people who say, hey, we researched and we did this. And hey, right. here's the pitch for this. And here's the points mm -hmm. for this. Yeah, because they weren't on the air when they were all on strike. Right. They, <laughs> they did. They were like, I can't function. Right. Because their assistants, but... We have a digital assistant that, in essence, does that for my email, for my chat conversations, so cool. um, including the attachments. And I need to stop saying cool because my mom, my feed, feedback from my mom last week was that she really liked our session, but I said cool too many times. Oh, <laughs> cool is cool. <laughs> That's our generation. Exactly. We can be cool. <laughs> or we're not cool, but we like to think we are. But so that alliance, I like that. So prioritizing email, summarizing meetings. Yeah. Um, and then what's the third point we were the talking about? The third one about? is every employee needs a AI aptitude. So every employee needs training yeah. on how to use it, how to write great prompts. And I think you shared something earlier about how you wrote a prompt. Right? Yeah. And, and actually how it's getting that AI aptitude so you you default to it because we're all creatures of habit, mm -hmm. right? We we do things the way we're used to. And so yeah, for me, I'm so I have a hobby where I uh I blacksmith and I make stuff and I am gonna amazing swords. Yeah, I'm doing like some fun art. it's cool stuff, but I uh you know, I need to recoup so my that hobby is an expensive hobby. So I'm looking not to make money, but just to recoup, you know, operating expenses, I'll call Steel. it. I'm starting a business. Cool. And uh, going online with it. And I was able to uh, start to behind the scenes, build out my whole website for it. Um, the, the hoster that I have allows you to do it for free until you're ready to light it up with your URL, and then you pay. And so, but I was doing the about me section and I had writer's block. Mm. 
And I'm sitting there going, okay, well, about me as a, I'm used to talking about me as a technologist. I mean, that's, but me as a blacksmith slash bladesmith. And I sat there for almost 15 minutes. And I was like, ah. And then <laughs> it was like the little bulb went up. Bing. Mike, you know, you do this thing every There's day for work. For There's an app for that. <laughs> so in Edge Browser, I opened the uh, Bing AI. And I asked it to write two paragraphs about me as a blacksmith slash bladesmith. And, and it did it? And it did it. And I, I, I made some edits, but it cranked out what I kept basically intact of two paragraphs um, where, and it did it in like a, under two minutes. That's so awesome. It, and it, I had it sat the for first 15. Draft for you. Yeah. It did a first draft and I was able to final draft it in literally minutes because it did that good a wow. job. I mean, it looked at my conversations online and things that I've been talking about and posting. So it scanned all the content. Well, because Bing Bing has access to the entire corpus oh. of the internet in in near real time, um, and I'm a part of that conversation. So it it grabbed all that info about me and. That's super. That's really But awesome. that goes to that AI aptitude. So there's a couple of things that orgs should be thinking about, right, with yeah. that. And yeah. what, what are those? You know, well, well also, uh, you should train the employees to, yeah, um, to kind of interact with it and, and create that aptitude for them. But also checking for bias. Like, did you check it for bias? Because, you know, that's out there, too. Yeah. And so making sure they know how to do that and then be able to evaluate what came back, you know, is, yeah. and the creativity of it and then add their own, you know, um, voice to it, so mm -hmm. to speak. So, yeah, just really leveraging it for the first draft and and then going from there. So. I, I do have to say this because you said the voice. The voice. Because you want it to be your voice. Yes. So today during one of my demonstrations, I was demo. It was a large medical medical med device company international and uh i did drafting an email for a customer and i said use uh the casual voice ah, right yeah and it introduced me to the cut you know in my and it talked about what i'm covering and because the system internally this was with copilot it's looking at more and more of our data mm -hmm. internally. And that kind of blew them away. I forgot to talk about, mention this to you earlier. Yeah. They were like, it knows who you are and what you do. And it's it's talking as if it's you. And I said, yeah, actually it and is. it's learning, isn't right? It? It's learning. Yes. So that's been my dream ever since we started, we launched the avatars. Yeah. Is that my avatar could like go to work for me and talk <laughs> and talk and do Well, that job. may come one day, but uh yeah, for right now, I mean, it was able to do a really good job of awesome. sounding like it was me. And uh I, you know, I bumped it up to like 18 fonts so they could read. Uh but they were he was blown and I was I wasn't paying attention to it. I just said, "Yeah, and it does this." And I was going on my talk track and he was like, "Wait a minute, wait a minute." So it knows who you are and I was like, and then I did a double check because every time it drafts, it's different because mm -hmm. it's always learning more and more mm -hmm. and improving itself. And I was like, I'll be dang. It sounds like me. 
And that's talking. the generative AI part. That's yeah. the difference, right? Yeah. Wow. So those are the three points. Digital debt, right? Addressing that. The AI Employee Alliance, helping to prioritize and do all that. And then um, the AI aptitude, because we're creatures of habit. Mm-hmm. We're used to doing things the way we have. So we really need to work at helping to train our people. Yeah, it's a whole new way of working. It. Yeah, it's a whole new paradigm shift and a new way of working now. And so there's going to be, you know. So what comes with that paradigm shift? What are some of the points well, we should be looking at? First of all, this the thing that I've been seeing and that we really need to get a hold of is is putting the tech first instead of the people first. It's mm-hmm. got to be a people first approach. Yeah. Like what, you know, what do people need? What what's feedback from people? So starting with a clear understanding of the organization's issues. You know, where where did they need the most relief? Where are people really struggling? You know, what are the pain points there? getting a clear understanding of that kind of like a baseline yeah right yeah and then identifying with input from a cross-functional team ideally you know not just it but yes the business business r d you know security security hr yeah you know, everybody needs to come together yeah. and then kind of identify where you know where the pain points are and then what specific like disciplines or processes or workflows are we going to target based on you know that kind of baseline of where we're at right where we can see the greatest relief first right and i you know what i like about that approach because then you can build that into your change management communications and and it's about the people and how we're looking to help you help your employees versus the fear that they, you know, you hear over and over again, AI is going to replace me. It's no, this is how we're, we're seeing your pain points and how we're looking to alleviate those again. So we can free up your creativity, Mm -hmm. your passion to be more productive in what it is you were hired to do. Yeah. And actually the research shows that people are more excited about AI and leveraging AI to yeah. you know to make work better than they are afraid of it. So that's good. And so. I think as they see how it's being done, mm-hmm. right? Especially Copilot. Yeah. Which is what I, I love showing. You know, that whole excitement. Um just it was uh it was another one I mentioned briefly to you. It was a large multinational, another one, excuse me. And when I was showing a loop and we, you know, going through some of the use cases, I showed how I use loop number one to brainstorm. What is loop? Tell, tell so everyone. So loop, loop is, it's kind of like, really if you're cool. familiar with Microsoft OneNote, loop is very uh, similar to Microsoft OneNote. And it allows you to create a workspace and pages instead of a notebook and pages. And then you can do things like insert um, a table and, add attributes and stuff, but you can then reuse those different components that you create. You can drop them into chat, into a meeting conversation, into a document, into an email. And no matter where it is, they all are connected. So when they're updated in real time, they they cross-reflect in real time. It's not- Like dynamically? Dynamically. Nice. Yeah, and so where Copilot comes into place, is I shared how, you know, I'm using it for a couple of projects that I'm managing. And 
I showed how I brainstorm things I want to talk about with my team. And so I did just did a prompt and it asking it to brainstorm uh, rolling out Microsoft Viva and how that can help an organization. And it spit out a bunch of bullet points. And she was like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> yes. And that's cool. But when I then I next typed in underneath it, I said, make it a speech because I wanted to have a dialogue talk track. And it took it and created a speech in seconds. Wow. So that whole idea of, again, pain points. I spend a lot of time for various cross-team projects I'm on, brainstorming, writing up ideas and all, and then and then communicating them. And it took a, something that I do repetitively and turned it literally into a sub-two-minute overall exercise. Nice. Wow. You got time back. And when, right? and when I showed her that, this is what she did. Her eyes got very big when I said, make it a speech, and it started going. And when it did it, she goes, <laughs> my mind is blown. Wow. Because, yeah, and that, it, it addresses digital debt and all that. Um, I, you also have a point, uh, you know, we got two more things I think we wanted to hit on. But number one, take a test and learn approach. Yeah. Do you want to? Talk about yeah, that. Yeah, so start out, so once, once you identify these things in this group, it's really great to do a pilot, right? And so test out with the pilot group and get feedback. And then you learn from that feedback. And then you kind of get it right. And then you roll mm -hmm. it out more broadly so that you're really, um, you know, doing your beta testing on a smaller group. Yeah. And it's kind of, and we're very much a feedback culture. Yeah. So I think we forget how... Um, how much experience or, or practice we've had in that approach, mm -hmm. in a very agile approach. Yep. But it's, I, I don't know if you do this, but I take that approach now to other things in my life that I've learned from Microsoft. Mm -hmm. Just kind of this, you know. I, I It's the, you know, fail early, fail often. Yeah, fail iter fast, fail fast. Iterate, right? Yeah. So it's, instead of trying to get everything right up front. Um, Minimum viable product, right? Yes. 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 And I love that because it, it gets you away from that whole, you know, analysis paralysis mm -hmm. and where you're just stuck. And, yeah, and taking forever to do anything new. The yeah. writer's block. Yeah. yeah, just it's it's Shia LaBeouf mm -hmm. with his just do it. <laughs> right? Yes. Just get out there, do it, test, and like you're saying, and learn. Test, learn, yeah. and iterate uh, yeah. on that. And then also you have uh, talking, talk to me about uh, identifying evangelists. To lead change. Well, we know the change is the kind of the hardest part, right? Yeah. Because we all, nobody likes change. And uh, so just identifying those people in your organization who are ready or the innovators or maybe the, even the influencers mm -hmm. who have large networks and, yeah. and, and helping have them you know, be the ones that drive this evangelism and this change that's that's needed. And so that it's more of organically grows. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the, the last piece of this. You know what I just thought of? I mean, what? we're talking about putting people at the center, but yes. this piece of tech kind of does. Yeah. In Viva, which we both cover. Right. Engage. 
So you're evangelists because we have storylines. We do. And that's a great way. I mean, you're going to have your formal communications and Mm -hmm. things, but the formal communications can also leverage the writings and videos and stuff of those evangelists putting stuff out and saying, hey, have you thought about this? Have you thought about... Yeah. That's a great idea. And then they can also share it in other formats too, like you know, in, in a blog post somewhere else, or maybe on, you know, another um, URL and website, so yep. that it's it's a multi-pronged approach, so yeah. no matter how somebody's engaging with yep. with the tech and with the, you know, uh, corporate comms, so to speak, so form, they're going to get it. You get the formal and the informal communications, right. because you have corp com in conjunction with that change management and communications but also the evangelists and champions who are doing more of the informal grassroots yeah. work, which we know more people yes. can follow. The, so- the social sharing the aspect. Social, yeah. And especially when you have all these generations in the workforce, yeah. it's really great to have a diverse group in your yes. pilot so that you can get feedback. Because yeah. when one person might live in email, another person might never really read their email, you know, and just they're in teams. And so it just depending on how people are working, meeting them there. I love it. So I guess the last point, uh, and it was in the very beginning, but when we talk about this uh, whole idea of the human AI partnership, bringing it all together, Satya, I think, again, says what? The new generation of AI is going to help remove the drudgery of work and unleash creativity. So that's what you should be doing. If you're not if you're not looking at this today, you should be in particular putting people first. Absolutely. And looking to solve. Well, I think that's I think that's a wrap. That's a wrap. So yeah, think AI. Uh contact your Microsoft reps if you have questions. Absolutely. Um they'll bring people like myself, Terrell, uh others. All there's many others out there. There is a plethora of Microsofties who are ready to uh, talk to you about all this. So, you know, please engage your, uh, engage us. Yeah. And if you have questions, comments, things, suggestions for our podcast moving forward, we'd love to hear them. If you have guests that you'd like to see us talk to, we'd love to hear that because we're going to start doing we are. guest segments. And uh, with that, it's Mike. Terrell, have a great weekend. Take care, everybody.